Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1315, Friendventory, Our Vibe Attracts Our Tribe, part one, by Shana Olmsted of shanaolmsted.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome, welcome to ORD with me, your host, Greg Audino. This time around, I'm going to be starting a two-parter with you. It's a long article, so I'll break it up between today and tomorrow. It's an article from Shana Olmsted in which she provides steps on how to be aware of and attract the right friendships or any relationships, really. So listen close. I'm going to start this post now and optimize your life. Friendventory, Our Vibe Attracts Our Tribe, Part 1, by Shana Olmsted of shanaolmsted.com. A feeling of being seen, really seen, and understood is vital for all of us, especially those of us on a spiritual evolution path. It's really difficult to continue expanding as a soul without love, support, and the challenging of those who know us on a soul level and who are also growing themselves. It's so important to find a community of like-minded people. I know how easy it can be to rationalize that our old friends are already that, making excuses for the fact that they are not as conscious or growing in the same direction as us or that we are the ones giving more in the relationship. As empaths, which you probably are if you're listening to this, we have the tendency to give more than others in our relationships. A true soul pod member gives you energy instead of depleting you, is positive and uplifting, like your inner supportive cheerleader, and has your back. A true family of choice. We are all not lucky enough to be born into a DNA family that we resonate with, and that's okay. While it's important to come to a level of peace and acceptance of those in our family of origin, it's definitely not required to spend all of our time with them, agree with them, or have them agree with us, or make our relationships as closely connected as society sometimes makes us think they should be. We choose these families before we incarnate in order to learn lessons that we may or may not be conscious of in this lifetime. We can be open to and learn these things without placing forced attachment on the relationships. Your family members are also powerful souls, learning what they need to learn in this lifetime. But it's not our job to teach them or change them. Accept them for who they are, and find others in this world to help meet the needs that they are often unable to as we grew up or as adults. Often, our closest family members, soul sisters, brothers, fathers, and mothers, are those we meet later, when we really know ourselves and what we need. I've seen this process play out in my clients as well. As they begin to awaken, there's sometimes a period that I call friendventory, 
they start to become more aware of the differences in worldview, energy level, compassion, etc. between them and their friends, family, or other relationships. This can often be uncomfortable, because when we are more unconscious, it's much easier to maintain relationships with others on a similar level. As we increase our consciousness, it becomes more and more uncomfortable until it's impossible to maintain these relationships. As our sensitivity to energy grows, it becomes increasingly obvious that these people are on a different path, and that to continue our growth, we need to create some more space in the relationships. There can sometimes be a period of loneliness between the time of letting some relationships change that are no longer serving you, and finding your soul pod. This period is necessary, however, in order to really connect with your soul and find out what you really want out of any future people you have in your life. It's sometimes tempting to maintain the old relationships out of loneliness, but this just depletes your energy. You're pretty awesome to hang out with, so just do that for a while, working on increasing your vibration even more to attract those higher frequency people that you really want to hang out with. As you ascend, you will naturally continue to be surrounded with more and more like-minded people. I've seen miracles occur with my clients when they have the courage to let go of what's draining them and step into a more empowered way of being. It really is okay to have awareness of what needs to change for a while before you're actually ready to make a move. This is normal. We can't change what we aren't aware of, so take however long feels right in the awareness stage of Friendventory before you actually make the changes to live more in alignment with your soul's truth. Here are some ways to consciously move through the process of Friendventory in your own life. Number one. The first step is to really start checking in with your energy about your relationships. How do you feel in your body when you think about this person? Is it warm, expansive, and light, or dark, contracted, or tight? There's no judgment in this evaluating stage, just investigating and noticing and being honest with yourself about it. Do you feel filled up with energy being around this person or drained and depleted? Again, be very honest with yourself. There is no good and bad in the evolution of your soul. But in order to continue moving forward, full honesty with yourself is very important. It is okay to stay in this observation stage as long as you need to feel fully ready to integrate the changes. Number two, once you've become clearer on the relationships in your life and how they're impacting your personal energy and have been working on your personal vibrational frequency for a while, it's time to start taking some action on changing them. Sometimes relationships can be transformed by authentic conversations. You will be able to tell which ones fall into this category by speaking all of your truth and seeing if the other person can hear you, really understand what you're saying, take responsibility for their part in things, and make appropriate changes going forward to incorporate what has been discussed. If the other person gets defensive, does not take responsibility, does not make you feel heard and understood, and does not make changes to show that they care about how you feel, it may be time to reevaluate what role this person plays in your life. To be continued. You just listened to part one of the post titled, Friendventory, Our Vibe Attracts Our Tribe, by Shana Olmsted of shanaolmsted.com. Okay, and like I said, that brings us through part one, or the first half of this post, which is off to a great start. I admit that sometimes Shana's writing is a little too spiritual or maybe subjective for me, but that does inspire me to check in with how I feel about her thoughts and explore them further, which I'm really appreciative of. And 
One of her ideas that I like and want to expand upon this time is that first step of seeing how we feel when we're with certain people. This can be a great tool for someone who isn't used to this mindful approach or maybe has been too fearful to question the value of a long-standing friendship. The only way I would supplement this idea is to really take into consideration what else is going on with your life or what biases you may be falling into when observing the feelings that come up when you're with a certain person. There's so much that could affect this, uh, such as a, a recent argument we had, an obligation to stick by them, or maybe one thing they say doesn't sit with us the right way and it colors our whole experience with them for a little while. So you really need to be aware of these other variables that could be at play and take up Shana's offer to stay in that observation stage long enough to have a legitimate sample size. The more time you can take to clarify the feelings embedding your surface feelings, the more accurate of an impression you'll have. But more to come tomorrow, folks. Somehow we've only gotten through steps one and two of seven, so prepare for a lot more in the next post tomorrow. I hope to see you there. That's where your optimal life awaits.